Did you know that one of our presidents was actually a bartender? Ridiculously refreshing and fun. This is Task Us On Air. Welcome to Break Time Bites, the place to be for that quick brain break. This is a show where we talk about super random facts about anything under the sun. So sit back, relax, grab your favorite drink, and let's have fun. Well, we have a fun fact for you today here, Rebecca. Are you ready for this one? Yes, super excited. Did you know that one of our presidents was actually a bartender? No, I feel yeah. like there's some fact check in there. Well, you know, I'm, I'm always good at that Google. <laughs> well, did you know that the 16th president, do you know who the 16th president was? Abraham Lincoln. It absolutely was. He did not only fought for the freedom of slaves and the union, but he was actually a licensed bartender. Can you believe that? That is so interesting, that path, such a wide scope. <laughs> yeah, so it wasn't until 1930 that they actually discovered that he had a liquor license. It was actually displayed in a Springfield liquor store. Springfield. I wonder which state uh, that one was in, because there's literally a Springfield in almost every state. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. If you just look up Springfield, they all like pop up. You're like, wait a minute. Which state? <laughs> <laughs> so he was actually part owner of a store in Illinois. So we found out Springfield, Illinois, called Barry and Lincoln. Very original. Very original. Right? Barry and Lincoln. That sounds like a drink. <laughs> Someone should make it up. A Barry and Lincoln drink. Barry Lincoln. Mm. Any any uh, uh, mixers out there want to make a Barry and Lincoln? Let us know. <laughs> make sure to check us out on our socials, too. So can you guess what they served? I mean, this was back in the 1930s. So I would feel like they're more straight liquor. Mostly, I feel like all the mixer stuff happened, you know, as time went on. Yeah, well, it says here they had half pints of French brandy, a half pint of brandy. Oh, my goodness. That is a lot of brandy for 25 cents. My goodness. You can't get nothing for 25 cents now. <laughs> right. Peach brandy but was only 18.75 cents. I don't even know how you got like three quarters of a cent, but they had it back then. Interesting. And then There's the, the apple brandy. Right. And then apple brandy was only 12 cents. It was, it was the bottom shelf. Bottom shelf. Apple brandy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my well, goodness. Unfortunately though, um, his, his world of booze was kind of short-lived. Um, Barry, you know, the half of the, you know, Barry and Lincoln was apparently an alcoholic. Oh. And he took advantage of that new liquor license. That can be real bad. You're yeah. in a liquor store. I mean, even back then, there were laws. You can't drink while working at the store. <laughs> All the way back then, similar to now, right? <laughs> <laughs> so Lincoln actually spent more time dealing with customers, um, and, but he did read a lot uh, in his downtime, but then they fell into some debt. Hmm. That's probably so not good. It, I know. So he had his market crash in April of 1833, sold his interest in the store to Barry. Uh, and then 
apparently became the postmaster. Man, this guy had a lot of jobs before he uh, was president. Postmaster. That's interesting. I know. The post, the master of the post. <laughs> master of the post. Yes, that is what Lincoln was. He So he was like, he, in, instead of, you know, being the president of the United States, where you're the leader of, you know, the whole United States, you're the master. You are the president of all of the mail. That's <laughs> your mail. And you better get it delivered where it's supposed to go. <laughs> Protect it with everything you got. Well, you know, this this brings up a lot of uh, interesting things. You know, I've done a lot of, of things in my past before working here at Tasca's. Rebecca, what kind of things did you do uh, before working here? Uh, well, before I was ever in call center, I did retail and grocery retail. So grocery retail and mm-hmm. clothes retail. I, that was kind of, I mean, I've always been in customer service, mm-hmm. but um, more on the face-to-face customer service side um, yeah. has kind of been my thing. I mean, I did, I dabbled a little bit in like childcare. Um, not for me, but, okay. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but more on the, on the retail side of things. What about you, Ross? Oh, well, I've worked in a lot of different things. You know, I've definitely worked in retail, um, all sorts of retail, whether that be business to business, um, retail and actually, yes, business to business retail, um, mm-hmm. business to business, just sales. I I've, but the two things that I'm kind of like infamously known for, uh, one is I definitely was in the IT field, but the, okay. the thing, you know, I wasn't happy there. I wasn't like I was, but I wasn't because like, let me let me tell you this. OK, when I was working in IT, right, I would work on computers all day long because I love computers. I mean, hell, I'm the I'm the nerdy rancher Ross. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I have, you know, tons of electronics here and I love I love tinkering, I guess is what you would call it, right? Mm-hmm. That's how I've that's how I've learned so much. But right. when I was working in IT, I would fix everybody else's computer and I would tinker with everybody else's systems and everybody else's stuff to to <laughs> fix it, right? And by the time I got home, I was like, I don't want to touch another computer. <laughs> So you don't want to tinker you know, with your own stuff at that point. Exactly. Exactly. You know, I was good at it. I was definitely good at it. But, uh, you know, I just it, it wasn't something that I loved. And then the other thing that I'm infamously known for is that I used to work in bail bonds. That is a very interesting little path there. Right. How did that come and, about? You know, I was like, hey, I need a job. And, you know, one of my mom's friends was like, hey, you could come, you know, do bail bonds. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but sure, why not? And I literally, I, I became a notary by taking a class online and I learned all about the bail bonds world, you know? Um, but the funny thing is, is, uh, you know, every, when I first tell people that, I'm like, oh yeah, I used to work in bail bonds. And like, you're, you're like dog, you know, dog, the bounty hunter. I'm like, no, I'm not like dog, the bounty hunter. That's a bounty hunter, not a bail bondsman. I'm the guy that got you out of jail, not, you know, put you back in it because you failed to go to court. <laughs> That's funny how they relate the two, right? You're like, no, right. I don't, I don't bounty hunt. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I'll I make ne- sure that we loan you some money to get you out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It was definitely an interesting world, but uh, you know, again, it, it really wasn't something that I loved, you know? And, you know, I mean, I've, I've worked a lot of different jobs, Rebecca, a lot of different jobs. 
Uh, I worked in service industry. You know, I used to bust tables and uh, really and work at the and work at the door. I was the door guy. You know, how how long were you in that type of industry? Um, it was a good like two or three years. It wasn't a it wasn't a, a long time. You know, but uh, it's definitely another interesting world. I, you know, it was something I did for a while to to you know you know make sure I was living <laughs> and make sure I had money for all the things that I needed in my life. And, you know, there were jobs, but again, it just, it really wasn't anything that I loved, you know? So. Absolutely. This is Task Us On Air's Break Time Bites, the place to be for that quick brain break. Stay tuned for new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. Central. To know more about us, visit taskus.com. Well, yeah, I mean, I think it's just the course of everything, right? It's even the involvement, even in the call center world, right? That you just have Mm -hmm. so many vast different things. It isn't just, you know, operations, right? That's what you and I are the most familiar with, but there's so many different things that are just, that you could explore in that type of environment, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, hey, Rebecca, I got a question for you, okay? I want you to think about a, a system, Okay. A system of how things work. Right. Mm -hmm. So if somebody offered you a job, right. And it was, and this job was something that you love to do. Like every day you're like, I'm ready to get up and I'm ready to, you know, do this job. Right. And Mm -hmm. all of your bills, all of the stuff that you need to live just gets taken care of because you're in this system. Everybody does the job that they love. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Would you work in the system and get paid zero dollars if you were doing something that you loved and everything else was taken care of? Is that something that you would do? Absolutely. I think, you know, the passion in and seeing things that we impact um, from a leadership level, the teachings, Mm -hmm. the growth that people discover, you know, that is my passion. And that is what keeps me you know, in this field and in, you know, what I'm doing. Um, so yeah, I mean, if all my bills are paid, I'd still want to, you know, do the, <laughs> right. I couldn't, I couldn't be the one that's just like, eh, I'm not going to do nothing today. You know, yeah. all my bills are paid. I couldn't do it. I couldn't sit still. I don't think I could. What about you? Same here. Um, well, I would absolutely do that. Um, I would absolutely do that. If, if there was a system where I could just do whatever I love, all the time and just everything else takes care of itself, I would absolutely do that. I mean, the same question goes this way, right? What would you do if, if you won the lottery tomorrow, right? You got, you know, $100 million, whatever the amount is, right? What would you do, right? My honest answer would be, I would just continue to work because I like the people that I work with. Like, that's the one thing that I've learned. I told you about some of my jobs and everything. One, the thing that I love is I love to work with people. That is what I have learned. Okay. I mm-hmm. am a good homebody. Like I like to be home and be, and have my alone time. Right. Right. But ultimately I, l- I need to be around people. I need to be around people. And, um, I want to learn from them just as much as they want to learn from me. And that's what I love about my job and being a manager and seeing, seeing those growths, not only for myself, but for them too. Right. Absolutely. And I just think that, you know, in the world that we live in, um, you know, in the task us world that we're able to kind of explore that a little bit more, 
even yeah. if um, you're in a position that you, you know, love the company, love the people, but maybe you're not doing the right, you know, thing that's your passion, but you could be, yeah. you know, yeah. we have, you know, I know in North America, the visionary Rangers apprenticeship, right. That people yeah. are able to kind of branch out a little bit more and mm-hmm. discover if they want to do something different than what their current job role is, the current operation yeah. job role or whatever the case is. And yeah. I think that's like absolutely amazing that they can have that type of program that they can do that in. Right. I 100% agree, you know, uh, seeing all of the different, um, even call centers, even right. All the different companies that I worked for, um, when you got that job, that's, that's the only thing that you were there for. That's it. Absolutely. Nothing else. Mm -hmm. There was no, like, that's it. There's nothing else that you could possibly be doing. Right. Um, Tascos is really one of the first companies that I've been with that really looks for what suits you best, not what suits me best, but what suits you best, right? And it could be anything. Previous mm-hmm. positions, it's always like, okay, well, you're in operations. Well, the next step up for you is only team lead. That's it. That's all you could go for, right? There's no chance in going into a training position. You're, you're, that's mad talk. <laughs> you're in operations. You, can't, <laughs> you couldn't do that, right? You can't teach people. You can't learn you know, to teach people or there's not a program to teach, you know, to develop that yeah, skill for it too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's not just the Visionary Rangers Apprenticeship Program that we have either, right? There's also the LXL Apprenticeship Program, right? Mm-hmm. That one's specific to training, right? If if that's what you what your passion is, well, guess what? And, and you maybe you don't have the experience for it, right? But that's what you want to do. Guess what? That could be another option for you. Um, and, and it absolutely. really just... It shows to the whole be ridiculous um, core value. You know, if somebody tells you you can't do it, I always say, well, why not? <laughs> why not? Exactly. And even just pursuing your passions in general, right? I, I know we've had so many leaders talk about like, hey, my, you know, my teammate really has this passion and they want to, you know, explore it a little bit more. Can we, you know, it may not be, you know, call center related, but still mm-hmm. some of the stuff that we do can relate to what they're wanting to do. And can we maybe, you know, do a, a quick little meet with, you know, somebody in this department to kind of help them, you know, discover that yep. or see if that's yep. the path they want to go. And I know we've done that um, in our operation too. And that's just having that ability for, to reach out to other support departments is I think amazing. And I hadn't seen it prior to, to coming to task us. Absolutely. Um, you know, another thing is I don't just hold back there, right? I don't just mm-hmm. hold back there. Um, I have people um, on my teams, whether it be teammates or TLs, that have passions outside of work as well, right? Stuff that may not necessarily even necessarily fit into the task us environment, but actually technically could. There's some way of circle that I could probably bring it back, like people that are graphic artists, or just artists yeah. in general, maybe musicians, things like that, right? I, I just thought of an idea. Well, if somebody's a graphic artist, there's probably something that they could probably do here to pursue that, right? Mm-hmm. So there's even, there's even things that, um, you know, that are outside passions that could technically be brought in as well. And I'm 100% supportive of it. I got a story for you, Rebecca. Um, it's about story. a yeah, it's about a teammate. Okay. Um, I, I won't say their name. Um, but they, for a whole year, I've, I've known this person for about at least a year and a half now. Right. And, uh, they have been bugging me and bugging me about wanting to work in it. 
And this person, they knew I used to work in IT, right? Right. So I gave them advice about, well, these are the kind of the things that you should work on. And, uh, you know, they went and worked on it and they, they got some of the things done that I told them to do. And then, you know, it took them a whole year, but I finally got them into an IT position. I was able to have them go to all the different things that they needed to go through for them to finally be hired and is now one of our IT support specialists. So he's, that, that is person is going to know who they are and I won't say um, who they are, but uh, that's just a, a perfect example of even me personally, right? Um, mm-hmm. I wanted this person to succeed, right? And that's, that's my love for this job is seeing that right there where somebody mm-hmm. came into operations, they, you know, they had a passion for IT and they worked hard at it and they were able to get the job that they wanted. And now they're doing that's, what they love. That's an amazing story. I love those stories, Ross. And I love that you were able to be a part of it and help them Thanks. get to that position, you know? Absolutely. And, you know, it's just, it, it speaks sentiments to me because this, um, this visionary rangers apprenticeship program is going to be doing that, but it's going to be in a lot of, for a lot of other people, right. In a lot of different mm-hmm. other careers, maybe it's HR, maybe it's sales, maybe it's facilities, you know, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Maybe somebody uh, has a passion for, you know, working with their hands. Um, Absolutely. Maybe, maybe there's a community spot and you're just really passionate about being our cheerleader, right. At the, at the front of the, at the front of the office, just saying, Hey, how's it going guys? I hope you have a great day, you know, and our, our great community team that does, you know, all sorts of great things, who knows what, uh, what their passion is, but it's, it really just shows to trying to find what suits them best. Absolutely. So exciting. Can't wait to see all those folks kind of grow into those positions. Absolutely. All right, Rebecca. Well, I think that is a wrap today. All right. Well, what random fact do you guys want to talk about tomorrow? Send us a message on our social media pages, Facebook and YouTube at Taskus, Instagram and Twitter at Taskus Texas. <laughs>